What up, boys? How's that timing? Sorry about my tardiness. I had a I had a phone. I was on the phone call. You're good. You, dude. That you was actually less than a minute after me, so you're good. Oh, yeah, okay. that was the closest <laughs> to like at the same time you guys have ever been right there, <laughs> dude. So first off, did you guys uh, watch the live stream yesterday or no? I did not, but I kept up with it. I only, I only was only uh, really far. What was the last thing you said, Tyler? You cut out for a sec. Oh, I said I only saw the prejudging. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw. I just saw little bits and pieces, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't follow it as close as the weekend before. But I've seen pictures and stuff since, for sure. Since video. Oh, yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff after the fact. I didn't have time to actually watch it. I was just kind of like you know watching for updates and stuff on my phone, but I didn't actually get to watch yeah, the live same. stream. Which sucks because I like to do that anytime I can. Same. I, I still bought it and I watched what I could, but to me, I feel good about that just knowing that I'm like supporting bodybuilding. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, always, I always like Respect. giving my $20. Yeah, man, because the sport gives us so much. So it's like, why not? Why not give back every chance we get, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, for starters, did anyone we did any of us? I'm going to change my hat. <laughs> oh, come on, bro. <laughs> you guys are twinning, man. There you go. Come on, nothing. Bro. Now you and I are twinning. Now you, now you twinning. Twin. No, this is different. Now we got all three different ones. It's, oh, you're right. That's the other one. Okay. Now we got a nice variety. Dude, this tea is an old one. Do you guys have any of these oversized from like back in the day? Is that the um, off season shirt? Yeah. On the back? Yep. Yep. Um, I think I have one. Yeah, I've had this yeah, for like. Shit I have no idea what I got anymore at this point. Dude, I, I know the feeling. I'm waiting for some more oversized shirts. Now that we're about to be back, so, big as hell, it's, it's time. Right? To kind of... Off season time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. No, I've had this shirt for at least a year and a half, two years. It's great. It's one of my favorites still, for sure. Yeah. Man, so. Back to the show. Did any of us have Regan winning when we were before we heard the results or no? Nah. Um, I truthfully no. Nah. That's nothing against Regan whatsoever. It's just I just didn't see it going that way from everything that I had seen, especially when I compared the show last week versus this week. I actually thought Nathan got better. Regan got better too, but I don't know. Actually, a lot of the placings up in that top five were very confusing. Yeah. 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 Roman dropped to what fifth? Yeah, he got fifth, yep. and uh, that yep. one I didn't understand too. They put Theo above Roman. Yeah, um, Tim. Was, uh, Tim, I got Tim looked a lot better this yeah, week. Tim, I think Tim. I think Tim. Yeah, Tim definitely got that. Tim, mm-hmm. Tim, you think you'd put Tim over that. Roman still? I don't know, man. I really like Roman's physique. I would That's still the thing, it's a different physique entirely, huh? You're looking at like a bigger yeah. mass guy versus somebody that just comes in crazy peeled and mm-hmm. has a great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and just, that, I think that's and that's and like kind of what what you just said. That's literally what I'm thinking. What happened with uh, uh, fucking uh, Nathan and uh, and Black Regan, Blanket and Regan, yeah, because yeah. it's like yeah, basically, yeah, because like he definitely looked he looked fuller. Mm-hmm. Uh, Regan did. He looked a lot fuller mm-hmm. compared to last week. Mm-hmm. So it may have given him the the edge of looking just a tad bit more improved as far as conditioning was concerned. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Nathan is so dense, dude. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like he probably has the same amount of muscle as Regan. 
is just more compact. That's the thing that I don't understand. I mean, a lot of people argue about it online because they don't understand bodybuilding when they're watching it, but I can still see, and this is a, it's a factor that you can't really see on a screen, but like when you know what you're looking at, you know, Nathan's much thicker. Yeah. Much. Yep. Yes. Yep. Like I can, I can say, just, I would say most of the back shots, I could probably lean to read most of the back shots. Yes. I would agree with that. And then, and then the only other one is maybe his side try. Because aesthetically, he looks pleasing when he hits it. Yeah, his midsection tighter than um, Nathan did on the side try, but everything else I liked better in Nathan, especially his yes. side leg. Yep. Well, his he got, leg was stupid. He yeah. Had, he had major quashing, but I uh -huh. give I give Regan with with the hamstrings. The hamstrings. Yeah, Regan has has good hamstrings and adductors. That's where he beats out um, Nathan and all those back shots too. But there were some pretty good videos on uh, bodybuilders without borders. I think. Yeah, him, Sulios. Here's a video. There you go. Yeah, the funny thing is, man, I don't know if you guys watch any of Regan's YouTube content. I haven't really historically, but I watched some of his videos that he put out between last weekend and this weekend. And he was freaking killing himself, dude. Two and a half hours of cardio a day. That's Milos for you, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and, and Milos had him eating like uh, 100 grams of carbs total, I think, like 50 grams pre and post, something like that. Like, it was not, like, it's not like he just sat back this week. He was killing himself. But if anything, like you guys said, I just see a little bit more fullness. So it's like, what? What the hell happened? I, yeah, I really do think that there's just factors that we can't see that they saw more in person, and those are things that are difficult. Yeah. Yeah, analyze when you're just looking off of live streams and videos because you can see them side by side. And I, I think when you look at videos yes. and pictures, Nathan looks sharper, denser, grainier, yeah, like, by a lot. But yeah, you like, know, and it could be completely different, especially since they both have completely different skin complexion. And yeah, you just I don't know what that would look like in person. Yeah, like this this video of Nathan I just see on Nathan. Being, I don't know. Play, I just really did not see that going like in way. Lights out, right? It looks ridiculous. Easily. Yeah, from the Easily. front for sure. I like the way he poses too. Yeah, for some for somebody who claims he he's really not into the this posing. side of bodybuilding at all, he has a lot of flair to his posing. You know what I mean? <laughs> he has no rhythm, but it's very dramatic. It's because he's, I mean, he should have been. He was very confident going into this show. This should have been another yeah. walk away for him personally. I believe that. And then there's a lot of questions that are getting asked because of this. And one of those is a lot of people think that I want to address this with you guys, because I know that you guys are going to probably think a lot similar in the way that I do about this. But do you think that there's political decision going on because Regan has higher following? Because I absolutely think that that's just not true. It's stupid. It makes no sense. I agree, man. I think, um, well, the, the the thought process I've heard from a lot of people is Nathan got his qualification last weekend. The judges yeah, which, yeah. Regan at the Olympia, which I don't agree with, man. I think we've seen enough examples of the opposite happening. Like, I thought of um, last year Ian Valier. 
Yeah, he won two uh-huh. in a row, and they gave it to him, and it was close. It wasn't like if they had put Kuklo over him, it would have been like a huge upset. It was close. They could have, but they exactly. didn't. So I really do think that, you know, nine times out of ten, or maybe even ten times out of ten at this point, judges are judging what's in front of them. And the discrepancy between all of us judges at home and the actual judges, I think, is mostly down to just not being there in person. Like you said, Josh, and not being able to see the comparison directly in front of you like they are. I think, like you said, Tyler, the extra fullness in Regan's physique probably was even more dramatic in person. And it probably created a bigger size gap, at least when they're side by side. Because Regan structurally is just a bigger guy, not more muscular, yep. but but bigger. Yep. Um, so that's more space. Say again, Josh? He takes up a lot more space. So, like, yeah, those, just, all of those front and back shots are going to just take up more space. But, yes. That's so, they probably, they probably saw that, plus the added fullness, and they thought that he edged him out just from sheer size. That would be my best assessment of probably where the judges' heads are at. Was the judging panel at this show different than the one from last week? Because there are going to be differences there, too, as far as, like, you'll see – You'll see different types of people winning different types of shows. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm trying to come up with a decent example. I mean, you'll always see it like the Arnold. You'll see different types of physiques winning at the Arnold that usually won't place maybe yep. as high at the Olympia at the same year. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it was just different judging too. They're looking for a different thing because, I mean, like I said, the whole entire top five was different mm-hmm. and unexpected. Yeah, I don't know if it was the same judges or not. I wonder if there's a way we could look that up. I mean, based based off of this, I'd have to assume that they were different because what they were looking for, what they were looking for, drastically changed. Yeah, Yeah, because I I feel like uh, last last week they rewarded sharper conditioning and dryness a little bit more than they did this week, and that's (laughs) another reason why I think that they would have placed Theo above Roman. Because Theo would not have beat Roman last week, even if they looked exactly the same as they did this week. I would agree with that. Agreed. Maybe it says on like the promoter website. So let me try that. And that's nothing against Theo either. Theo's great. It's just, I I feel like we really do. So you said something about this, Tyler, in the group chat. Should probably talk a little bit more in ways that like people who aren't following the sport as close to us can understand. So I feel like I'm trying to find words that can convey me not trying to insult these people, but just trying to give like my complete, you know, unemotional, unattached analysis of what it is. Because if it was like completely an emotional decision for me, I would want Roman to win. He's my favorite of the whole entire lineup as far as people who I like and physiques who I like. But I just know that Roman's physique is not going to beat somebody like Nathan right now. So. Right. It's not an insult thing. It's not like we're bigger fans of one or the other. It's just that's just the judging criteria, and that's just how we understand it. So anytime we say something about another athlete, it's absolutely not negative towards them whatsoever. It's just yeah, that's what it is. Just be honest, we're all critiques. We critique uh-huh. ourselves constantly on a day to day basis, oh, whether yeah. it's in a comparison situation or not. But I mean, it's a critic whether you, whether the person we're talking about takes it to heart or not. 100% they probably don't give a shit no way. They're trying to mm-hmm. improve <laughs> from what they from what they coach tell them. Yeah. So, well, yeah, like, 
random amateur kids talking shit anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bodybuilding is so weird as a sport because it's the only sport where when you critique the actual the actual like product within the sport that the person's offering, you're also critiquing that person's physical appearance, which they have all the time. Yeah whether they're mm -hmm. competing or not. So it's like, it feels a lot more personal than it actually is, right? Yeah. Like if yeah. if Tyler says to me, I think you need to bring up your sweeps to complete your physique, uh, which I would agree with, it's not an attack on me the rest of the time. It's, it's just a critique of me while I'm on stage, right? But people mm -hmm. have a trouble differentiating the two because I'm walking around with these sweeps all the time, all day long. It's not just when I'm on stage. Yeah. I think that's where that disconnect comes when people don't quite aren't maybe as quite as into the sport or don't understand it fully. It's like, man, he said Regan's, you know, off. That's like that's personal, but it's really not. It's really you not know something to sidestep this conversation really quick. Yeah. We should just have an episode where we critique our physiques as a as a as a team. Yeah, I'm down. And for then that. It, gives, it gives it gives people like, oh shit, they for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like exactly. About. Practice yeah, what we I mean, preach. People who at least follow me know how, how I'm very realistic with myself. So yeah. I, I, I can take any kind of criticism. I don't take it to heart whatsoever. Yeah. And if you do take it to heart, people, if somebody's criticizing you, you take it to heart. Instead of being a bitch about it, just why don't you go, like, prove them wrong instead? <laughs> exactly. exactly. You know, I, think, I think I've been critiqued. Gonna make it better. Just go fucking make it better yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think I've been critiqued once that actually affected me just once. And it was at nationals. I said, when I was, I was sitting next to one person uh, and I was just talking about like how much I had to cut and whatever. And I was like, man, this, I'm definitely the smallest one on the stage. He said, you know, you should just go to classic. I was kind of pissed at that. I was like, you motherfucker. All right. And I was like, that's, Dude, that's not nice. All that, right, would all, bro. that would always stings a little bit, especially if it's posed as a question, like, are you like, are you open or classic when people ask you that? And I'm like, dude, I'm competing 45 pounds above my classic cutoff. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Everybody assumes I'm open. Yeah, I can see that. I can, I can, you're, you're a massive guy. You know what? You're big dude. Structurally. So let's go again. We're talking about structure versus actual muscle size. I'm structurally large. Needs to be filled out quite a bit more. So for people watching who maybe don't follow bodybuilding super close, how much of that structural advantage do you think is an advantage? Because on one hand, you know, somebody might look at a structurally big physique and think there's more gaps in it because you have more real estate to fill, right? Mm -hmm. On the other hand, you're taking up more real estate on stage. Your clavicles are going to be wider. So actually, Josh, you can probably speak to this really well because you are one of these guys. How mm -hmm. much of an advantage do you feel your structure gives you versus hurts you or or neither so i feel like uh, this is something that irritates me dude so like anybody that has a bigger structure anybody that's taller they'll always use it as an excuse instead oh i'm tall so it's harder for me to build muscle than short guys or whatever guess what it's the exact same difficulty to build muscle when you're short versus when you're tall it's just yeah. when you have a bigger structure you have to fill out more of that so i would say yeah. if you were like somebody looking to do well, get a pro card and compete at a higher level at a younger age. Obviously, being shorter is going to kind of give you that slight advantage as far as like you just don't have much to fill out. Mm, okay. When you're taller, it's just I think it's a lot more of an advantage than being shorter. It's just going to be based on patience and time. 
just like how Samson is right now. He's been bodybuilding for a long time now. He's now up in those top spots. He's a bigger structure guy. He just needed time to fill out. Um, Regan, again, there we, we can talk about Regan. He has a huge structure. He's always been placing lower. Um, now he's he's beating guys like Nathan Diash, who's actually a big, big deal. But I don't think a lot of people understand that. Nathan has a, 10 pro wins now. I believe he was going for his 11th pro win at this show. Yeah. I don't think that there's anybody right now who is currently competing that has as many pro wins as Nathan does. And uh, Nathan's also been a very top um, placing at the Olympia. I don't remember what was it like sixth or seventh or something like that when he did the Olympia. It was a while ago. He hasn't done it in a bit. I think but, his um, highest placing was sixth. I think. Yeah. So you have guys like that who have started to fill out their structure. You're starting to see them knocking off all of these top guys. Andrew Jack kind of came in with a massive structure that was pretty well filled out. So you see him coming in, and um, he's in his late thirties, I believe. You think he's 38? He won every show that he did up until the Olympia, and then he placed top 10, first Olympia ever. But that's just unheard of. So having a bigger structure, I think, is a huge advantage. Just don't – people stop using it as a fucking excuse. <laughs> that's a, time. That's exactly how I see it. It's just uh, – it's not a hindrance in any way. It just, it just takes longer, like you uh-huh. said. But then the payoff at the end is massive. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, let's, let's talk about Regan. He, like, say what you will about his conditioning, whether or not he'll ever get, like, nasty, grainy, peeled, whatever. But, like, muscularity-wise, he's starting to look like Jay Cutler, dude. Like, he's he's freaking huge. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's getting thicker. I think he needs to work on his front double a lot, honestly. I think his front double's probably his weakest pose, and I can't figure out why. I think mm-hmm. it's just because his chest. He's, 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 he's straight up and down when he does it. No, yeah. no, no flare, no chest pop. None of the, I think it is just specifically the chest is just not popping. And I think that it, and that's something else that you could say about guys with the bigger structure. I noticed it a lot in myself. Um, Regan has a really thick chest. You can see it from his side chest. Um, as soon as we put our arms up, there's so much surface area right here. You put it, looks like it's flat. Up, it pulls it all up. So then all of this thickness and density down here in the lower pec just kind of disappears. It needs to be a lot thicker. Like somebody like Samson gets away with this because his chest is not human. <laughs> so I feel like that's another thing that you got to deal with when you have a bigger structure, just certain body parts like that. But um, again, more surface area to a muscle means it has more of a potential to be that much better. So that's yep. the way I see it. Just fill it out, thicken it up. Yep. Um, Tyler, do you have those, those pics you sent to the WhatsApp? Could you send those to the Instagram or are those on your phone? No, I could probably send them to the Instagram. These, if, these are two of them. These are just, yeah, those are it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you can just find all these, I'm, I'm fairly certain that this was, uh, oh yeah, you see him tagged right there. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but, uh, the photographer's page, maybe if you go click on that, oh, it'll show. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I do see what you mean about his front double, though. Like, when you compare it to Nathan, Nathan's is very... Nathan's chest is just like an inch thicker. Yeah, it's very round, man. His arms to his chest to his lats from the front. Everything's very bubbly. Uh Regan is definitely more straight up and down. I wish he would almost close his arms a little more. like And maybe not shrug his shoulders up so high. Yeah, bring his shoulders down, open up a little more from the front. Yeah, you know, you know it's it's very strange when you look at Regan's front double against Nathan's. You would say Regan has less of a V taper and his arms look downsized. But then if you look at his back double versus Nathan's, 
You Very different. Regan has a better V taper and bigger arms, so it's just. I feel like it could have a lot to do with just strictly posing, but I can see that. Yo, uh, Neil, do you have uh, the new the new uh, Twitter, aka Threads? Yeah, I got Threads. I've never, I've oh. literally never used it, but I have it. <laughs> so Bison tries to put they they posted it on their Threads. That's where I got. Oh, it. oh, um, I didn't know they started using Threads too. I got Threads when it like first started. I posted a couple really stupid things, then I just haven't looked at it since. Yeah, right, you guys I, you guys are gonna have to walk me through how to go, how to use it. What do I do? Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't think you can use it on the uh, from Instagram, can you? Yeah, oh. but I just don't know how to do. Is there that. not any good pictures on this page? Uh, well, this he posted. He posted all the all so, each uh, like, Yeah, like yeah. all back to back to back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's so just I would. Same. I would say. Is there a way to open up threads? Oh, Wesley looked really good too for classic. By the way, I don't really follow classic too much, but. Yeah, that was a good showing for him. Is it is Threads a separate app? Yeah, yeah it's a separate app. So you'd probably have to install and log in and all that good stuff. Here, I know what I'll do. Are you just going to send them to your to our group chat from your own self? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm on. I mean, I can send it here, I can post it on IG right now. If you want me to? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. That way, because yeah. yeah, if I share the screen on WhatsApp, it'll show your phone number to the world. <laughs> Hey, I, I don't, don't, that phone number I don't, I don't answer numbers. I don't. I don't know. So I would, yeah. I would. <laughs> no, dude. Trust me. I'm telling you right now. Coming from somebody that had to change their phone number twice, you don't want random people calling your phone, bro. Oh, oh my shit. god. Well, I must but, say you you definitely are bigger than me. So I still don't think I have to have to deal with that. You had to do that twice, Josh. Was it like a social media thing or what? One of them was. Uh, one of them was not. So I had to change my phone number one time. Just for that kind of reason. And then I changed it again because I switched complete carriers altogether. But yeah, there was a point where, and I don't know if it was a social media thing or what, but I think maybe one of my clients accidentally gave like my phone number out or something. Like they thought that it was, I don't know. I don't know exactly why, but uh, that was, uh, even if I look at my phone now, still like if I go to my notifications here and I can't get rid of them, I still have 310 unread texts. And I don't know. I don't know if you can see it. Probably not, but I don't I know. See, I see three digits. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Damn, bro. I, I don't know. Like, I can't scroll enough to find them and I'll read them and, like, get rid of all notifications. Oh, it doesn't really bother me that much. I'm like, whatever. But, I yeah, see. now my voice box is full, too. I don't even know how to empty a fucking voice box. I don't know. Like, how to <laughs> or voicemail or whatever. Dude, that's crazy. Over 300. I'm, I'm going to help you with that because that is, that is definitely one of those things that just annoy the shit out of me. Yeah, dude, it's bad. I can't. It, it it's irritating. But uh, it's funny how little that impacts us now because no one leaves voicemails, right? Right. Like back in the day, if your voicemail was full, it would be like fuck. But now it's like, oh, they'll just text me. <laughs> like yeah, okay. sometimes when you call people and their voicemails full, you're like, god damn it. Like yeah. if, if it's important for sure. But I yeah, I don't no. answer phone calls if I don't have your number oh. saved anyways. It pro- it'll probably go away when, when we actually post this. Josh. Hey. What's up? Am I back? Yeah, you, you froze. <laughs> yeah, you froze. What did you say? Uh, what, what, where did I leave off at? <laughs> you were talking about uh, when you when you call somebody and their voicemail is full. That's the last thing I, I heard. Know, I was just saying, I don't answer phone calls if I don't have the number saved anyways, ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. No, same here. Same here, pretty much. Um, Ty, did you send those through or no? Yeah, it should be on our group chat. Oh, you did? Okay. On IG. 
Let me pull that up real quick. Yeah, here we go. What? Instagram says, use the latest version of the Instagram app to see this type of message for my oh, so, it might, so you're going to, so unfortunately you have to share it on your phone, apparently. That's oh, what that means. Oh. Okay, hold on. I know that there's, there's, we don't need to go through all this. Josh <laughs> is like, there's a better way. There right. is for sure a better way, and I know it. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how to get to three. Somebody posted the front and back double of everybody in the open lineup. Oh, and somebody, oh here you go. Okay, Sulios's page. I told you. Sulios's page has the side-by-sides of Regan and Nathan in every post. Okay. Who's that? I sent it to the group. Oh, okay. He's another guy that just does, like, the bodybuilding media and stuff, and he likes... Oh, yeah. I'll follow him. Posts, posts all of the... Uh, like he's uh, basically like bodybuilders without borders and stuff, and like buys and tries. Got it. Sweet. I'm gonna give this guy a follow. This looks great. Yeah, follow. I'm not gonna lie. I did not know that's how you say that name. I don't I know would... if it is how you say that name either. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've said it on stories and stuff before, like when I've shouted him out or whatever when I've been talking and stuff, and like he's never corrected me and he follows me, so I think that's <laughs> or he's just nice. All right, let's go shot for shot for for the education of the people watching, boys. By the what way, do you, do you see what I mean by the quality of the picture and like how it just looks like Nathan is so much more detailed? Yes. Yeah. I think that's facts, though. I think that's 100% facts, evenly right. displayed. I think that's pretty accurate. Again, like Regan looks fuller than last week, but I would say roughly the same conditioning. Maybe he looks a little more conditioned just because the muscle muscle's actually pushing yep. a little bit more. Yep. His uh, shoulders are pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. like for like, for his so, frame, he's for his frame, he's he's getting there. Like he's, like he's he has a he's similar right issue here. to me though right now, where his right shoulders rolled forward a little bit, and that would make a lot of sense for why his front doubles mm-hmm. looking kind of off because his lat seems to be tucked in. It looks like his shoulders sucking him in here like this, mm-hmm. so he's not able to actually open up his lat with his elbow and externally rotate it. Um, I have a similar issue, so that's probably the only reason why I can notice that. But I don't know if you guys see it too. I, I can see that for sure. Um, but yeah, if we're going shot for shot, definitely Nathan here for me. I just love the way that looks on him. Yeah, Nathan is a great. When you can pull a most muscular like that and your waist is still small enough where you can see that gap right there. Yes. But it's not like a gap in a way that where it makes you not look like you're filled out. Plus, just yeah. look at his chest is just thick. This but, is where his high lats really do him a service because uh-huh. it makes his waist look tiny. But then there's no gap at all between his bicep and his lat. It's just like yep. muscle on muscle, you know? Adduct- he's definitely wider here. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. I don't think he's as crouched down as much as Nathan. No. And yeah, I think Nathan- uh, I think it looks like Nathan's rolling his shoulders more forward too so he can activate his chest a little bit more and get more striation and detail out of that. And I wonder if that's something that hurts him here just because of the width. But... Sure. I mean, even though Regan's wider, I don't know if how much that would stand out in person. Well, so technically for the people watching, what is the correct way to hit this pose? Um, there's a lot of different ways, I think, to hit this pose. <laughs> I don't know if you can really give an analytically correct way. It's going to depend <laughs> on you because they're both doing the same most muscular shot here. Yeah. Yep. Um, I did. I uh, had to play with that balance a lot with my hands on hips as far mm-hmm. as like how far you roll the shoulders to really bring out those crazy lines in the chest versus 
how much are you actually flared out and back to create more width. Um, yeah, I kind of landed on something in the middle because if you do like really try to bring out that chest, really squeeze forward, you do get, you do lose some clavicle width. Yeah. So if you're somebody like Nathan, who in this comparison is narrower than Regan, then Probably he might stand do up better to stay a little bit more upright. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Because those chest durations, when they're that detail, like Nathan's got them, like I have them, you don't need to be like fully hunched forward to see them either. Like you can, you can flex them while being flared out from the lat, and you'll still get lines through there. You know what I mean? I, I wonder if why he didn't. I mean, I'm sure he did. I like I said, didn't get to see the live stream, so I've been watching it this way. But I wonder why he didn't hit a crab. He has a really good crab shot. He does have a really good crab shot. Yeah, because his chest is so damn thick. I was about to, I was about to say, if he just leans over a little bit more, might as well call it a crab shot. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah basically, they basically are possible. doing a, they're doing like a kind of like a modified kind of crab shot. <laughs> this is actually a really weird most muscular that they're doing. It's like an upright. like the hands on hip and the crab together. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. literally. See this shot? I have Nathan again. Well, I know. I think I got. I got. Mm. It's hard because it's a the presentation. A I would. Like, I'm gonna give this one a draw. I'm gonna give this one a draw because the presentation. Know. Go ahead. Sorry. Who? Neil, <laughs> you go. <laughs> I, I would say again, Regan. The width is more impressive. His legs look bigger. Bigger, but. Uh, uh, Nathan is also angled kind of weird in this shot, so it's hard to really tell. He has like some crazy feathering and detail on this forward quad, which looks really nice. I saw a video clip of this shot when they did it, and that's why I was saying Nathan right away because when, I remember when I saw the video, yeah, and I saw them moving because Nathan hits it the way that Regan's hitting it before he goes into that lockout there. Okay, yeah. I feel like Nathan won this shot, but from yeah. this picture alone, I think I might actually say Regan. Um, I, I could get with and that. That's, and that's I think a, it's just a bad picture. For, I was going to say, that's for the people watching. When you're looking at pictures, there are so many small movements going on that affects muscle dis, uh, muscle display that mm -hmm. this may not be the look that they were looking for, yeah. nor what the, what the, you know, what the camera yeah. captured. So. Yeah, for sure. A lot of times guys are hitting uh, two or three variations of each pose. So you're only going to capture one of those in a still picture, right? Like, like Josh just said, Nathan hit it like Regan did before he made this transition into kind of this more uh, locked front leg sort of to the side pose. Mm -hmm. And it's because so, he wanted to show he wanted to show the same because when you lock out your knee, you get a lot more of the feathering, the detail up like in that lower sweep and the teardrop. Yeah. But when you hit it like how Regan's hitting it, that's when you start to see everything else like up top, and you actually see all the lines through the leg. Yeah. So I feel like Nathan was trying to show that he has both, just kind mm -hmm. of by switching back and forth. Sometimes people will do that. Some similar to, since a lot of people probably know like how classic works more, just because of Chris and everything. You'll see Chris yep. he'll, he'll hit his abs and then a vacuum. Mm -hmm. He wants to show the judges that he can do both. It's kind of similar with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll hit I'll hit it straight on like Regan here. Then I'll pull up into a vacuum and then I'll drop an arm and hit a side oblique shot. Yep, that's exactly how I do it. And then I'll lock out my knee in the side. And then, yep, exactly. Then you lock out the leg. So, yep, super common. I think it's just an unfortunate moment captured for Nathan, but he probably overall is winning this shot, I bet. Mm -hmm. From the picture, though, just to be consistent, it will go with Regan on that one. Yeah, deal. Or at least I will.
Now, this is the one where it was like you look at the side leg, and that's kind of where it gets me because if yeah. I just look at the lower bodies here, I'd take, I'd take Nathan aside from the hamstring drop, but just the detail, the graininess, and like the actual mm -hmm. conditioning of the lower leg and yep. the density is Nathan. If you look upper body, again, this might be for picture reasons, but Regan's mm -hmm. midsection versus Nathan's midsection here is a. Uh, yeah. If Nathan's midsection was held like that, actually through the pose as they were judging, then Regan absolutely won the shot. Mm -hmm. I I kind of like how Nathan. I see what you're saying about the midsection for sure. I do like how Nathan is a little bit more opened up though. I don't like. Yeah. I don't like the way the side try looks when you're actually like sideways. Sideways, sideways. <laughs> like Regan, it looks weird. You see, like you just see like a lot of under boob, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And not a lot of, of detail through the chest and width through the shoulders. Yeah, like and I think that opening up like that is, is what is making it harder for him to get his waist in the way that Regan has his. Because if Regan tried to twist sure. that way, he's also going to have the same. Probably. Sure. Waist. So I guess it's a little bit of give and take, right? Regan mm -hmm. would probably look amazing opened up because he has that shoulder width. And as he stands right now, you can only see this right shoulder. Whereas if he rotated further like Nathan, you'd be able to see both, you know? Mm -hmm. And remember how I was saying, and this is speculation based off of my own thing, but remember how I was saying maybe Regan has his right shoulder rolled forward a little bit and he has like needs some body work and everything done there. Yeah. Um, I know for me, I can't do a side tricep very easily with opening up because my shoulder's forward. So as mm. soon as I lock it in, it's pretty sideways. Regan would have to pull that back, roll it back like this in order to open up. And it looks like it's pretty well stuck right where it is. That makes if, sense. If he has the same thing that I have going on right now, that's why I assume that. That's the only reason I say that. I could be completely wrong. That makes a lot of sense, for sure. I could see that. What were you saying something, Tyler? If I was, I totally forgot. <laughs> oh, you're, good. <laughs> you're good. So who are we, based on this picture alone, who are we going with, gentlemen? Probably Regan. Um, Regan. He has yeah. a tighter waist. Uh, the legs is the only thing that I'm having a hard time yeah. with. Also, when Nathan's opening up more, too, you can see he has a big delt. His shoulders are big. But his triceps are facing more away from where the camera's taking, whereas, like, you can see Regan's actual, like, horse and tricep thickness right there, which is the pose. So His arm <laughs> does look more for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really close, but I could go Regan. I could go Regan yeah. for sure. No. Okay. Yeah. Back lat. Regan's pretty impressive from behind, yeah. man. I got yeah, to give, give Regan. It's hard to... Uh, argue with uh most of Regan's back poses. I will say though last week the one that I actually did watch the live stream from <clears throat> Nathan's actual back might is denser. Yeah, it's it's dense and it's thick. Yeah. But um but looking at this whole uh, shot, it's 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 Regan hundred percent here. He's wider, he yeah. has more detail, especially like looking at his lower lat right there where it's like above the erectors where it's coming in right there, that that whole Christmas tree, how yeah. thick mm -hmm. that is. And then his adductors and his hamstrings are gnarly. So, yes. yeah, it's it's the adductors and hammies that seals the deal for me. That's just mm -hmm. like I wonder if Nathan's all the way in this pose though. It doesn't look like he's set back yet. It looks like he's come yeah. forward, but he hasn't set back yet. I would agree with that. It does look mm -hmm. like he's kind of seventy-five percent in the pose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But again, based on this picture alone, I mean, the only place. Nathan is winning, I would say, is obviously like 
conditioning and which you can see through the glutes a little bit. Yep. Uh, um, I mean, neither of them have crazy, crazy deep glute striations or anything. You like. see Nathan's well, no, think... through the glutes, but then you see Regan's conditioning through the hamstrings, which looks like he has just much yeah. more detail down in that area. So it's kind of like a trade-off. Yeah. And it might also be the way that they are hitting the pose with their hips. Yeah. Whichever way they're pushing their hips. If mm -hmm. Regan's pushing his hips a little bit more forward and he's just flexing at the knee, he's not going to get too much glute activation. Yeah, I would give this side chest to Nathan for sure. Agreed. Yep. Again, again, it, some of it's posing. Like I like that Nathan's opened up more, so you can actually see the chest. The bicep looks fuller and rounder. That right shoulder looks great. Side leg looks nasty. Look at how tight the or how deep that line is when you look at his quad separation yeah. from his glute and his hamstring, and then look at Regan's. Yeah. <laughs> Virtually soft. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From the pitch. From the pitch. Mm -hmm. His is just so sharp, too, though. Regan's is very straight line. Nathan's is just a sharp, like. Yes. Mm -hmm. Really just jagged and gnarly. Yep. Like, like you could stick a pencil in there and it wouldn't move. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 100%. And just, and just to emphasize this yet again, we're not talking shit about Regan. <laughs> oh, like, oh man i mean shit regan like, looks, regan looks great too i, I wonder yeah. if regan's putting his weight on his back leg in this pose and nathan's more standing on his front leg and that's why you're seeing more of that detail coming out on the side leg could be for that's, sure that's solid it does like he's gently placing his foot down in the ground. yeah yep. yep i would i would agree with that because his calf isn't as activated <laughs> yep mm -hmm. that's the thing too guys is a lot of times these critiques are are fixed just by posing tweaks. You know, it's not even it's not even that they don't have the the detail or the physique. They're just not showing it properly. That's yeah. super common. It's really upsetting when people have posing issues too, just because that's something that you can fix right away. Mm -hmm. um, that's the only thing you can fix. Like you know, it, yeah. in two minutes takes a long time and consistency mm -hmm. to to get handled. From this looks like Nathan. I don't know. Well, for sure, Nathan. I don't know if Regan's yeah. not fully in the shot or if that's how he was hitting it. But that's, I don't like Regan's hitting. It looks that right like there. he's in it to me. Yeah, from what from, from what I saw, I think this is it. Man, you guys like he how does... he's leaning so far back? I don't like that. No, that's what it is. I think um, that's what I was gonna say. This might be a posing thing for him too, and for a guy who is wider structurally. This should be a shot that he wins every time. So I wonder if that is something that he can fix. I think just putting the hips back more, leaning forward yes. with the shoulders, not yes. rotating the shoulders forward, just leaning forward more, like closer. Just leaning, leaning from the hip. Yeah. But I don't know if that would even do him enough. I don't know if it would do enough for him in this shot too, because Nathan is just still, especially in the lower body, he's just so much bigger. His legs Dude, look a lot more filled out here. That's such a such a good shot for Nathan right there. Yeah, that's a really good front lat. <laughs> the way you can really tell the conditioning's there too with how how pulled up he is and how much detail you still see in his midsection. Um quads are crazy detailed and full. And like, the chest man look at the thickness difference in the Nathan chest. Nathan definitely yeah. brought a lot more fullness to this show as well. And because he has that nasty conditioning already, I feel like it's a really, really good package. Yeah, I wonder if Regan. I don't think Regan has a 
weak chest compared to his other body parts. So it's just hard for me to like understand why it is the way that it is. When he like comes up in these shots, you just see how Nathan's is thicker, but Regan does not have a small chest. It could even no. just the fact that he's leaned so far back too. It's making his chest well, look tighter than I'll, it is. Also, what I'm looking at is his hand positioning. Like it's they're they're kind of forward, so he's not really squeezing the chest to begin with. Like look at yeah. look at mm-hmm. Nathan's hands a little bit. They started off further back, and then like mm-hmm. Regan's has been pushing forward and forward, kind of releasing that tension up top. Mm, yeah, interesting. I could see that. Yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, Nathan's chest looks nice and full and round there for sure. Just slabs of beef. <laughs> Okay. See that? You see the lat? Yeah, yeah, you're right. That so he is having trouble with the right side a little bit. I think it looks like his uh, arm is a little bit downsized in comparison to the other side too. And I wonder if he's just got that kind of interesting. Tight. You can, yeah. Maybe he yeah. sleeps on his right side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe so. Now you can you can see it like the left shoulder pops even more. Actually, it's like it's tilted, yeah. but it might be the camera angle. I'm saying that too. Yeah. That's also true, yeah. I, just, I, the only reason that I'm saying what I'm saying is just because this is an issue that I've been dealing with. Um, and I feel like when I see other people kind of having the same issue, I can see it right away just because I'm so aware of it in myself. So yeah. I could be completely wrong. But Mike Van Wick also did say that with training with Regan and everything, he does know that he has a lat imbalance. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that lat mm-hmm. imbalance is just due to his shoulder mobility on that side. I remember him saying that too, okay. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think some of it might be, too, that Regan is just still learning how to pose all this new muscle. Yep. Because um, he's, he's, what, like 20 pounds up this year? I have no idea. I honestly don't follow Regan super closely. I think Milo said when he was, like, two weeks out, he was up 20 pounds from two weeks out the year before. Or yeah. last time he competed, whenever that was. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, that's a lot of new tissue to – make not look awkward you know he's gotta like maybe not do so much of a straight up and down bodybuilder up front double yeah he can do something kind of more similar to like what an andrew jacked would do where he does maybe lean over on his hip on one leg more yeah spike one other leg out and then kind of give not not like twist his shoulders he could probably keep those still level but i think when he puts his legs just straight out and he just comes up and opens up just straight from the front like that it might not be the best thing for his shape because mm-hmm. Nathan, I mean, maybe it's also just because he's standing next to Nathan right here, and Nathan just has a perfect physique for that kind of front double. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, Nathan reminds me of Akeem here. <laughs> I can see that with those big. It's just the way that their Latin waist is, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. Josh, what did you think about Nathan's waist in this show? Because I remember last weekend you said it looked maybe a little slightly thicker than you'd seen it before. So I just know in the 2016 Olympia, and if you pull up, if you wanted to look up a front double from the 2016 Olympia, you'll see his waist is just so much more like just streamlined. But here, uh, last week I was wondering if it was more of like a carb up issue, just the amount of food that he had eaten and everything, because it was a little bit more noticeable at prejudging than finals. But then if you look here, you can kind of see it too. And now I'm just thinking his obliques and his abs might just have a little bit more thickness and muscle on them so it's not like it's it's not a gut he just has a little bit more muscle down there so it might look like it's 
a little bit less straight up and down than it was. And it could just be maybe, I don't know if he's changed the way he's training or not, but uh, that could have something to do with it. Or it's just, you know, when you put on size, you keep pushing size, um, certain things like that are going to change. I think for sure. In 2016, his waist was just crazy. Just perfect. Straight up and down. So. Yeah. Here I found a shot. Let me switch screens real quick. Yeah, I gotta I gotta see this so that I don't I didn't see what he looked like in 2016. They look like little fish gills, as thick as they are. <laughs> Straight up, man. Yeah, dude, for me, I don't know. It's just I know what he looked like in 2016. And as soon as I saw that show last week, I Googled it to find it. And uh yeah, see right there, that's the picture that I sent. Look at his waistline yeah. and then his lats. It's just straight completely just waste non-existent but you yeah. can definitely see yeah. you, can have, you can definitely see where his muscularity has come up a lot i was gonna say look at him in this picture versus Jeez. that especially in the legs it's yeah. crazy how much he's improved yeah I, the legs is the most noticeable unfortunately there's no easy way to go back and forth here so maybe that thickness in his waist <laughs> and all that extra muscle was built from the way that he's been training legs heavier. Who knows? That could be. Yeah, yeah. Could I be mean, multiple different reasons why that could no. be a thing. But uh, but yeah, if you look at the lower body, no comparison. Yeah, that that's insane. Yeah. Okay, so are we? We're going Nathan here, obviously. Yeah, Nathan. I'm giving that to Nathan. Even if yeah. just like looking yeah, at simply, sure. look at the yeah. biceps. Yeah, I think Regan's biceps are uh, could use some work. I think uh, I that said that's, that's something that you kind of notice a lot when somebody has a, a strength, a genetics, not even genetic strength, but they have a, a glaring strength in their physique. Yeah, you will see another muscle that's like for him, his his strength is his back. That's a pulling muscle group. Um, then you look at his biceps; that's another pulling muscle group. Maybe he's not getting a lot of bicep activation because he's just getting so much in the back. You see this a lot more with people in their chest, shoulders, and triceps. People yeah. who have like really strong triceps, really big triceps, they generally like will lack more in the chest because that's kind of what's taking over in those movements. So I wonder if he just needs to do a little bit more, um, just specific bicep work. Mm -hmm. I just feel like arms are secretly the most important muscle group for a bodybuilder because I feel like they are. I feel like they are, and the reason I feel like they are is mm -hmm. because my, my weak point. Same. Yeah. Because I feel like everyone says, you know, arms don't win bodybuilding shows, but I feel like they totally do. <laughs> no, it, arms it's like, I don't think they don't, they don't win it, but they complete. Imagine if Regan has bigger arms here. Just think of yes. his physique, even the way he's hitting his pose right here, if his arms were bigger. Put Nick Walker's arms on Regan's physique. That right would here. be something that, else. That'd be weird. <laughs> that, that would be a little weird. That'd be wild looking, man. Honestly, put put Nick Walker's arms on any other bodybuilder, and they they level up like a hundred times. You know what I mean? I think the size of your arms is going to be so important, just because it can give you more poses that you can do, or more different ways that you can actually hit poses. Like you can't do a crucifix pose or a victory pose if you got small arms. You can't. No. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It, it, even with bigger, even with bigger arms, they can help hide some of the. Some of the weaker areas when you're hitting them side, oh, yeah. them side shots too. For yeah, sure. like even if you have like a wider waist, if you have a wider waist, you can offset that with with bigger arms because the proportions mm -hmm. at that point will look quite different. Mm hmm. Hundred uh, percent. A perfect example of a bodybuilder who would literally be, in my opinion, Mr. Olympia with big set of arms would be uh, James Hollingshead. 
If you put Nick Walker's arms on James Holling's head, he's he's Mr. Olympia. <laughs> like you know, I don't I don't think I noticed too much anything in James' arms as far as like them being weak. I think for James, it's just he doesn't have shoulder width. That too, for sure. Wait, let's finish running through these real quick. Or was that the last one? Oh yeah, and then we're back to most muscular. Yeah. Oh, there's the crab. There's See the crab. How much better that looks. Yeah. Yeah. And well, then yeah. Reading on hips. Um, I, mean, I give this one to Nathan. Yeah, for sure. So let's see. We got yeah. Nathan, 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 Nathan. That's four for Nathan. Regan, Regan, Regan. There's three for Regan. Based on the picture, Regan. So now we're four and four. So, I mean, I can see it. Where we have it right now, it's basically a tie. So Yeah, so, yeah, it was it was close regardless. And then a yeah. lot of people will say maybe they gave Regan the nod at this show because Nathan got his qualification last show, and it was still really close last show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah look up James. James is, James is possibly one of my favorite bodybuilders. Like, I love ever. James' so, physique, man. And he was squatting some good fucking weight yesterday. <laughs> with, with ease, too. He's the reason I squat heavy. He's the reason I like to squat heavy. Yeah, right. Shit. Exactly. I ain't gonna lie. I just, I just, I just imagine my, my back, my rectors being huge as fuck if I was to squat that <laughs> at least twice. It's pretty crazy that he can even get into this pose. Yeah, that's not an easy pose to hit even <laughs> if you a classic guy. That's a oh. he poses with um, what's his name? He's a classic guy. Um, damn it, I want to know his name. He's really, uh, really good. I remember who you're talking about. A couple years back, he put out like those black and white videos posing yeah. with that classic guy. I can't think of what his name is, but I can't. I, can't I have no issues at all with his arm, dude. Where it, would where would uh where would we have had um James at this show if he was uh. A hundred percent. I think he would have won it, but I might be speaking he, on a bias. Man, let's hundred percent. You see, based I, off of this, if Pete peaked at the yeah, bro, I don't. That's ridiculous. If, yeah, nah, it's he, crazy. He, he, he'd win that. His, his only because knock, I would they, say, is it's just clavicle width. Yeah. Dude, when he does this, the vein that he has in his erectors too, in his lower back through that Christmas tree is just yeah. so crazy. Gnarly, dude. The it's only, honestly, I think the only knock on James is is his ability to translate this to stage. That's the only thing he's he's still trying to perfect. Speaking issue more than anything. Yeah, man, because all of his prep updates, even his off-season updates, it's like, how is this guy not Mr. Olympia, you know? That's just what it is, though. When you stand alone, a lot of people look like they're Mr. Olympia until you put them next to other guys, and they start to see what their weaknesses are if somebody else has that strength, and that's all yeah. it is for James is the width yeah. of his shoulders. If he's standing by himself, you'd say he'd be Mr. Olympia, but then you put him next to Andrew, and his shoulders are just wider. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't see anything with his arms, though. I think his arms are pretty wild. Honestly, I think he's got great arms. I think in a lineup... They're they're not a standout body part. I would say that uh, they've definitely come up a lot, yeah. for sure, in the last year or two. I'm trying to see him is find a uh, front. And this is I, a good look right here. Holy shit! I don't know if he posts front doubles often. 
it might just mostly be in his front and back double, to be honest. Because in his, like in his most muscular, his arms look great. There's no gaps. Right. I just always like when I look at any, I don't know if you guys are like this, but if I have a weak point, I notice it immediately on somebody else when they do not have that weak point. Yeah. The first thing that I'm drawn to on every single bodybuilder that I see is triceps. Uh And I feel like James has really good triceps. So that's where I'm just basing it off. I just feel like he's, his arms are good. (laughs) Yeah, no, I hear you for sure. I mean, he looks super complete right here. You'd be hard pressed to find anything wrong with this shot. For sure. Damn. I I don't think he's planning on doing anything anytime soon. Yeah, what uh, what is he doing? He's taking this year off, right? Most likely, I don't know. He seems like he's kind of going honestly, and this is speculation mm-hmm. on absolutes whatsoever. This is just a guess from the way that he talks. He feel I feel like he's going the way of Ian. I don't think he's going to necessarily retire right away, and I do believe he'll still compete. But it just seems like he's finding more joy in other things outside of bodybuilding lately, and he doesn't want to yeah. sacrifice those things. Um, and he's still just like the way that it. Is to me, you know how Ian was talking, like, oh, I, he, like, trained with Mike Van Wick, trying to get that excitement back as far as competing and everything goes. Well, James was, like, trying different methods for dieting and peaking to get that excitement back. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like he's he's looking to retire sometime soon, but I, I don't know for sure. No, for sure, man. If I had, again, pure speculation, but if I had to guess, uh, I would – Venture to guess that James is where Ian was at, like maybe last year. Yeah, where he's like just a year behind that that thought process of like, okay, maybe he has a little bit that he still wants to to do to leave his mark on bodybuilding, but he's close to being ready to hang it up. I think. I think you're right. Yep, and he's young too. He's about the same age, I believe, as Ian is, like thirty three, thirty four ish. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Weird. Yeah, that's pretty wild. We never even really talked about that on here. What do you guys think about Ian throwing in the towel? Hanging um, up. Good for so, him. Yeah, I, I'm really happy for him in that way. And I feel like he just, I mean, he always talks about wanting to have a family and have kids and stuff. And I feel like that's just the direction he wants to go. And that's awesome for him. And he really doesn't have anything to prove. Yeah. Uh, the only yeah. thing that I would say as far as I'm upset about is everybody compares him to Dorian Yates in the way that like you need to see him in person to really understand. And I've never got to see him compete in person. And I wish I did because Likewise. I believe that. And I know I can picture what it would look like. I know what he brings. It's just, I didn't get to see it. I know what that, when you have a physique like his and you get like, he's completely, he's usually the leanest guy at the show when he competes. Um, and he also has just a ton of muscle People will think that he's off when you see pictures or videos or whatever just because you're not seeing striations and details, but that's because it's just super dense, grainy muscle with no skin on it. Yes. And that's something that I want to see in person, have not seen. Yes. 100%, man. Yeah. That's the only reason I'm I'm at all bummed about it. Like, as a fan of Ian, the, the human being, I think it's the it's a great call for him. Seems like it's he's happy with the decision. Seems like the right call for him at this this stage in his life. Super happy for him. As a fan of Ian the Bodybuilder, I'm really bummed I never got to actually see him face-to-face, you know? Yep. I've never met him either. I've never actually met him at an expo or anything. So no, I I've never met him in person. I've just talked to him in DMs every now and then, and he's pretty cool. And I think I'm still a fan of his, regardless of if he's competing or not. Like, I'm still going to keep up with what he's got going on because he's just a – I just like yeah. him as a person. And also, I just think he's going to go the way of, like, analyzing physiques and 
he's going to do a test judging here soon and all that. So I think that's going to just be somebody like him who's just very realistic. And also, even when he was competing, he was able to be realistic and impartial to himself. As far as like if he was doing a lineup and, and setting up placings, he would not place himself above somebody that is better than him in like a judging criteria standpoint. He was actually very good at removing himself and being realistic like that. So we need people like that to be, you know, talking more on uh, these shows. And I think that's cool. For sure, man. I think you'd be a great judge. I think that just yeah. makes this total sense. Fuad posted a video on his channel um, where they go over this show that we're talking about right now. I have not seen it yet, but um, Ian's yeah. in it, and I'm kind of excited to watch that whenever I get some time because I'm just assuming Ian's going to be very analytical of the physiques in a, in a way that a lot of people do not understand how to see the sport. Because when you talk about thickness and conditioning and shape and structure and all of these things that people just do not understand. I feel like Ian has a good way of wording it. Yeah, I haven't seen the whole thing yet either, but I, I watched probably the first half this morning while I was getting my coffee ready, throwing yeah. some chicken in the slow cooker, just doing doing stuff before I got on here. And uh, it very much is like that. Like Ian's, it's, it's prime analytical ian for sure they just did because i saw that how long it is it's not like a regular podcast length did no. they just go into the show that's it they just looked at the show yeah that was it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah i really hope they do that for every show but i know that that's going to be difficult with timing and stuff but that would just be that would be awesome to have like a recap like mm -hmm. from people that know what they're looking at mm -hmm. oh, they, they, they posted this like three hours after the show after finals didn't they yeah it was really quick yeah, I saw it come up on my phone, um, and I was obviously busy. I couldn't watch it, but I, I plan on watching it when I get some time. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would think that that would be really cool. I just like – I like doing it. So I, I would like to see people that are professionals that know what they're talking about too also analyzing a show and, and breaking it down. And uh, Tyler Mannion has been doing a good job of that on the Instagram with like explaining yep. judging criteria and stuff too. So mm -hmm. I feel like seeing that from an athlete's perspective would also be good. Top yeah, athlete's really perspective. You know what I also really enjoyed, and I hope they, they do this more, um, was when they did the live commentary for a couple shows like a year or two ago. They did like they did like basically a live podcast yeah. while they were watching the live stream of, I think it was an Olympia. Yeah, though they've done it with a couple shows, and I like when they do that too yeah. because you have to buy the live stream to still watch it, which is still yes. promoting the show. Yes, and it's still giving money to the promoters and the athletes and everything. What I did, but you're listening to them instead of Sean Ray, and that's just—it's always so much better. <laughs> what I did, which was so fun for me, was I had the live stream on my laptop, and then I think I had the commentary up on my TV, or vice versa. I don't remember which, and I just had the live stream on mute, so I was watching it without the sound, and then they were reacting to everything live. Yep. That was. Yep. That was Awesome. It was the best experience I've ever had watching a bodybuilding show. Personally, I think that um, if it was a possibility, I think Fuad should be the one that would be in that position. But I do... I've been following bodybuilding since I was 12 years old. So I'm not saying this out of like just being ignorant. I do not understand how Sean Ray has the position that he has. And I just don't. I don't, I don't get it. Everything that I see from that guy just pisses me off. He's... Yeah. So negative. He talks shit on the new era. He doesn't even know who the fucking athletes are. He thought Antoine Viantney and Vier were the same person. Um, <laughs> you guys know Brian Jones? 
Lord Jones. He was a classic yeah. guy who's moving into open. Yeah. That guy has one of the craziest physiques I've ever seen in my fucking life. The show that he won, um, and he was doing his routine, he was going up for individuals. All Sean was talking about was his hair. hair. Like, are you looking at his fucking physique, by the way? And also he won. Like yeah. talk about him more. And I think that's the same show that uh he mistook Ian for Antoine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, the, the impression the impression I get is that I don't know if if Sean Ray's got like some dirt on some people or what, but he's definitely like the IFBB's problem child that they just kind of like protect because <laughs> it, it seems like from the outside looking in, it seems like the whole league is just like, come on, dude. Like again, like it seems like everyone's just like, come on, Sean, but they, they keep him think nice it's, for whatever reason. I, don't I think know. it's extremely sad because that guy should have um, a similar, People should look at him in a similar way that they do to like somebody like a Flex Wheeler. Yep. But Flex Wheeler is actually a good person, and he does things for the sport. And I just, you know, whatever. Who cares? I yeah. don't know what I'm talking about. People will say because I'm young <laughs> and I'm been watching this shit since I was 12 years old, and I've not liked Sean Ray since I was pretty much 14 years old. Dude, honestly, I think you're you're at this point you're in the vast majority. I haven't heard. Any... I haven't heard any positive things. No. No, no, no. I don't think Shadri has any fans at this point, and if he does, they're 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 not normal bodybuilding fans. For yeah. Sure. So, man, you know, that was some really good uh, show coverage we did today, boys. Right. I like that. Some honestly, good bodybuilding. Right into it. Was that tight? I said honestly, we jumped right into it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was excited to talk about it. I mean, it was really fresh. It was yesterday. They did that show on a, on a Sunday, so um, it was super, super fresh to talk about. I think there's one coming up this uh, this next weekend, too, but I don't know if there's open in it because when they were talking about it, um, they talked about shows that are up for the rest of the year for qualifiers for the open. I think they just said Legion. and Yeah, I think that's the only one. That's the last one. But what about – so no, there's no open in Dubai? Dubai's classic only or what? Let's look it up, fellas. Yeah, I'm not Dubai. sure. The only person I saw talking about Dubai is Rook D's. Yeah, that's uh, he's okay. been there for a bit, so I know that they're doing classic there at least, and I didn't know if they were doing open or not, but I can't find competitors' lists. Is this the Dubai Pro? Frustrated. Yeah. Yep, September 24th. Here we go. I can't find a competitors' list for Legion. Mm. Oh, really? I don't know if they've given one yet, but it's like three weeks out, so I figured they would at least have some names that they could uh, say are for sure going to be there. Only person I know is uh, Charles Griffin. Oh yeah, Charles is doing it. Man, Charles looks good right now. He, he really, he's, he's he's came so far in the last three years. Yeah, Charles bro. is doing Legion. Yeah. Yep. Because after he tore or had that minor injury, setting back a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Uh-huh. Very underrated. There's another, name, there's another bigger name doing Legion. I cannot think of who it is, and it's going to bother me. Wait, there's also the Cheru Classic in France. Oh, yep, France. On the 30th. Is Roman in that list? Because uh, he doesn't. <laughs> oh, damn. Much. When he competes, he does them all. And then Legion is the 7th of October. Do you have yeah, a competitive list on Legion, or is that just the date? That was just the date, but let's see if Damn I can it. find one. I can't uh, find the list. I just need to know the names. Like, I know some names. I just cannot, like, 
they're like on the tip of my tongue. Like I can think of it, but yeah, I was just talking about it on Saturday. Saturday was the day, and I was trying mm-hmm. to look for it. Here's. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's going to be a good show, though. I'm definitely going to watch that one. If I can actually go there and be there, I'm going to try because uh, I've got um, Terrence, obviously, is doing Legion, and um, I'm friends with him. My friend Chiron. I don't know if you guys know Chiron Holden. He was a oh, men's yeah. physique. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Who's, doing he's his classic debut here. Yeah, and he looks really, really good. I'm excited for him. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm not finding any competitor list, but let's pull up some guys. Uh, Chiron is that K Y? Yep. K Y R O N. I'm did excited. Breon make his, did Breon make his transition yet? Or is he waiting? Uh, I no, think he said something he's... about now that the weight cap has changed, he's yeah. going to stay in classic. Yeah, he's going classic this year because of the weight cap bump, and he thinks that the extra weight can can give him the edge is what I, I read. What was the difference? What was his difference in weight? Because I, I thought I thought not a lot of people had I didn't think the seven pounds. There's almost a hundred thousand dollar award um budget on the Legion. Oh wow. Yeah look at that side try everybody who talks shit about that side try because it's illegal but he's classic so fuck off. That's a good <laughs> <That's just illegal. laughs> yeah that's a good ass side try. That's a pretty physique, man. When you see him pull up into a front double, you see a lot more of his shape. You can see he might need a little bit more thickness in that upper body before he's super, super competitive, but I think he could be a top guy in classic because his, as you'll see right here, look at that. That reminds me of Tyler's. Tyler, you got a front double like that. Yeah, actually, Tyler does have a pretty front double like that. Hi, that's my front double. I trademark it now. (laughs) (laughs) It was good, man. It looks real good. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. He he got his legs up quite a bit in the time that he was trying to bring that. Um, and his posing and everything. I see him working quite a bit on, like, the way that he transitions between his poses and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's super smooth when he's doing his quarter turns and everything. You see, like, he posts more of that stuff on a story. But uh, okay, he, it's it's just so – it flows so well. Like, it's going to – eyes are going to be drawn to him specifically even just the way that he flows between his poses. How close you know, is he? No, so- how, how close is he to his weight cap? I'm not sure. When I talked to him before he started prep, I think he said that he was 235. Um, and I know that that was pretty high above his weight cap, but now there's that bump and everything too. So he's probably got plenty of room. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what he's weighing currently. I just know I think he started prep around 235, 240-ish when uh, we talked. That's such a good front double though. Good shot. Just, like I said, maybe more yeah. thickness in the upper body, but – uh. You look how he's flown into his poses. Like he's got a good way of doing it. Yeah. What I was and about to ask, was... like, li- like looking at pro uh, physique guys. Like, obviously, I don't think either one of us truly follow those. But the transition from a physique guy to classic is. Do you think secretly when they planning on that, they start training their legs, like as they're making that decision while they're in um... physique, or do you think? Just, like, they're if like, they're in men's physique and they want to do classic, they train legs, but they stay in men's physique. Is that what you mean? Or do you just mean, yeah. like, are they using that as a stepping stone to get into? Using that as a stepping stone. I don't know. It kind of depends because there's actually a lot of, uh, this might be something that people don't like me to say, but I'm going to say it. It's just honest. So men's physique is non-posed posing, right? So it's like looking statuesque without being in a pose. 
there's a lot of classic guys. I'm going to say this just so people don't get pissed off at me for what I'm going to say. There's classic guys that can't do that either, right? You can't just stand right. there and do men's physique and win it. But there's certain men's physique guys, and I'm going to use one as an example, so that's why I'm saying people might freak out on me for this because he's very high-followed. There's certain men's physique guys who want to do classic that just cannot. So Jeremy Buendia is the example that I'm going to use. He has won the men's physique Olympia four times. He looks great in that category. But as soon as he does any type of classic poses, I don't even see him winning a pro card in classic. It's just the way that physiques are built or like, it's just, you're kind of, I feel like if you're built perfect for men's physique, you're built perfect for men's physique and you can't really class up. It really just depends. Like, I think that I'm just using him as an example specifically, because that's somebody that I've seen who's in that class that does very well in that class, but just probably can't go outside of it for, for whatever reason, just the way he's built. I can't even figure out what it is about him that I'm, that like makes me think that I've just seen him when he was talking about transitioning and um, that's just what I think. <laughs> that's why people think mad at me. I think men's physique is a very, I mean, all the visions are like this, right? But it's very, uh, very much structure dependent. Like, I mean, shoot, if you throw a pair of board shorts on me and had me hit some men's physique poses, I wouldn't even place. You know what I mean? Like, it's just clearly it's not, it's not for everybody. You have to have a very yeah, right. specific structure to pull it off. Um, I can I speak on this it. a little bit. I can speak on this a little bit because my training partner is is pro men's physique. Actually, I train with him almost every day, and uh, he trains legs. He actually trains legs pretty hard, but it's just a just structurally he's just made for men's physique. You know what I mean? He's got that crazy wide shoulder, cartoonishly small waist, just like that perfect Dorito chip look. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just rewarded very highly by the judges in men's physique. So, oh no, I think there's somebody, a lot of men's physique. Go ahead, go ahead, oh, uh, Josh. Somebody, somebody who was going to transition from men's physique to classic, who I was actually really, really excited about, and I don't think they're yeah. doing it anymore, was Jeremy Potvin. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. What, what happened to that guy? He still posts. He's, he competed fairly recently. I don't know. Like, I only follow men's physique if it's my friends. So, like, Chiron is a friend of mine I follow when he does shows when he was competing and stuff. But uh, other than that, I don't really follow men's physique too much. My friend uh, Jose, who I train with and hang out with, he is men's physique, and he's trying to get his pro card in men's physique. So he follows it pretty closely. So he'll send me stuff every now and then. And yeah. um, he sent me something with uh, Jeremy, like, within the last couple months where he did compete. But... Okay. I just know that he'd said he was going to do classic and then he ended up just competing in men's physique. And I don't know any more than that. I just thought when he was posting his classic transition poses and stuff, he looked really, really good. Okay. Speaking of a chest, that guy has the best chest in the pro league. I don't care if he's men's physique. He has the best chest in the pro league. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly, dude. It's pretty wild. It's, it's just, I'm jealous for sure. Yeah, some of, man, some of the men's physique guys' upper bodies, um, they could be open. You know what I mean? Like, forget classic. They could be straight up open competitors with their upper bodies. Yeah, that's the video I was just looking at on my yeah. phone. So he's so seven weeks out. He's doing men's physique poses there, but um, yeah. there's another video that's one row down in the middle on his page, and he's doing classic poses, okay. and he says seven and a half weeks out. So like. Oh, Which right, glasses? Right. Well, I guess you can't. He didn't well, qualify. I see it. 
Yeah, so it's got to be Vince Physique. But... but watch these poses, dude. He would be so good for classic still. Like, that's a great pose. I could see it, yeah. He's probably just doing that to show his conditioning and just... I can do fun. it all. Yeah, that was great. That's that a good is, front double. That's, that's a, that's Maybe a more legs. But, like uh, that, that, cartoon, that cartoonish waist does wonders. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think maybe more legs See, is all he would need, but he's good. Yep. And, back, and so, like, backtracking off this question, like, when people say they want to get into bodybuilding, right, and I, everybody keeps saying they want to start off in physique, and they go to classic, and then eventually go to open or whatever, and I'm like, just go for what your end goal is. It's going to take yep. just as long, unless yeah. unless they're pro hunting. And if you're, if you're hunting a pro card, you can say it's easier, but there's so many motherfuckers that are doing physique. <laughs> it's like, you got yeah. a better chance of just getting bigger, just going well, straight friend, into it. My friend who I was just talking about, Jose, he's, I mean, you should look him up real quick, to be honest. Uh, I I think that he looks damn near ready to be a pro. And um, he got fourth at um, his first USAs, but he still doesn't have his pro card yet. And if you see what he looks like, the reason I say you should pull him up is just because I want people to see what an amateur men's physique competitor looks like so that they stop saying that it's an easy class to get a pro card in too, because I have a lot of respect for all of the classes, even if I don't follow them necessarily. And I don't think that men's physique is necessarily an easy way to a pro card. Um, but also there's just a lot of people who don't understand. So this is something else I'm going to say. You don't really get to pick, you get to pick what class you want to do, but your physique and your structure and the way that you fill out, kind of dictates it for you at the end of the day you can't just do classic because you want to do classic sometimes you just do not have a classic physique so just because you fit in the weight cap does not mean that you can be a classic bodybuilder i'm gonna send you his uh page neil just so you can yeah do it bring it up yeah um man if anything i feel like men's physique is one of the hardest ways to turn pro just because there's There's so so many competitors yeah so many and not I mean, only the sheer, not only the sheer numbers, but it's probably the closest in terms of judging, like that that lineup is going to be. Like everyone is super close. You know what I mean? Yeah. So picking. Yeah. No, whoever's saying that that's the easy way to a car doesn't understand how the judging hey, works. The, the, the young young pups, young pups. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's all. That's all I hear. I'm like, bro, just just because I'm I was the guy that wanted I wanted to do classic. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, I was growing too fast. I was like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Just Same. go straight yeah. for open. That was, that was kind of what it was. It was like, yeah. Because I'm like, lay your body. My body down. We're going to, we're going to tell them, we're going to go for classic. But if I outgrow it, we're not going to stop me from outgrowing it. But yeah, yeah exactly. No, we, we, yeah. Exactly. All right. I'm pulling this, this bad Plus, boy. Everybody up. who I talk to just kind of tells me that, uh, I should be classic just the way that I'm built. Like my, and this is a person's opinion who I respect quite a bit because he's, it's not just that he's a top pro, but he's a good friend of mine. His name's Ricky Moten. He did men's physique and then he did classic and then he did 212. Um, well, he hasn't competed in a little bit. He's, he's going to be something fucking crazy, dude, when he gets back on stage. But, uh, he tells me that I'm really well built for classic too. So for somebody like him to say that to me, it kind of really does steer me in the direction where I would like to stay there for now, if I can, just because I do think that I am built for it, but see, this is, this is not a slouch physique at all. 
and, oh, and this is yeah. an amateur men's physique. So a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people that right. would say men's physique, let's do that easy route. Uh, this is an amateur men's physique, top national men's physique. If you think yeah, you can dude, look better yeah. than Jose, then go ahead and say that men's physique is an easy place to get. <laughs> yeah, bro, he looks great, and he's very diligent with his eating and his training. So it's not like he's fucking around either. Yeah, yeah, man. No, that's that's a good physique for sure. You wouldn't know it, but he had a hernia surgery. Is that Bradley Martin? No, that's not Bradley Martin. No. (laughs) First I thought he was posing with Bradley Martin. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. Well, yeah, he looks good, man. Good for him. I want to get your guys' opinion on Ricky now. (laughs) Look up. Oh, goodness. (laughs) I just want to see because I I don't know if everything that he's told me is public, um, so I'm not going to say anything more than he got his pro card in men's physique and he looks like this now, but he did classic. When I met him in 2020, he got, I think fourth at the Arnold in classic physique. When I look at this guy, I don't even know how he makes weight cap. Uh, And then I I sent the profile. His name is Ricky Uh Moten. Um, Uh When I look at his legs, I don't know how he put board shorts on those. It's just, he, when I trained with him, he told me he doesn't train triceps at all. (laughs) So I don't know what the fuck. He's an alien. Damn. Okay. Here we go. Share the screen. We definitely done a lot of bodybuilding this episode, huh? Definitely bodybuilding. (laughs) But I feel like we're doing, I feel like we're doing a pretty good job of actually explaining things this time for people. Yeah, for sure. Damn, dude. I feel like he is what going to. Arms? I know he doesn't train That's triceps. Crazy. That's crazy. I feel like he's going to be very, 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 very good very soon. Um, he recently just got with Andrew Vu as a coach, and he, that's Andrew or Carlos Thomas Jr.'s coach. Um, okay. I think Ricky's going to do a lot of big things next year. Dude, this Bro. this reinforces the, my point from earlier. Where imagine, where is his waist? Exactly. <laughs> imagine Bro, this, his waist is the size of his biceps. <laughs> the weight is real. But imagine this physique with like a eighteen inch arm. Right? It's yeah, like see, it wouldn't be. It would. Arms are so fucking important. It's true, man. It's true. Goodness. But to have the arms he has and his shoulders still keep up with them. Yeah, man. It's no, it's crazy. His upper body looks very balanced. Mm-hmm. Let's see what the legs look like. Legs look good, too. Oh, he's got crazy oh, legs. Nice. Legs are what I trained with him when I was in Texas uh, in 2021, maybe. You, I think I was you just... You say he's I going just, to 212? He, he, he did 212 most recently, yeah. So, okay. damn. I, I trained legs with him when I was 21, and that's still, to this day, the best leg day I've ever had in my whole life. Nice. Peace. His yeah. legs are He's... very sweepy, very pleasing to very, me. Yeah, yeah. for sure. The that, way that one looks kind of weird as some boar swords. 
It, yeah. I don't know how you get them in board shorts. He he went pro in men's physique, though, believe it or not. So, <laughs> Damn, I mean, we, man. I can I can see it. I can see it just by the proportions of the upper body, but the the legs, the legs, man. Yeah, it would be funny. Look at him next to Andrew Jacked. His arm and shoulder still just oh right here. Uh huh. And yeah, how dude. Recent, Holy shit. How recent is that? See, look, oh, fifty-seven weeks ago. Okay, he has. He's been out of like competing and bodybuilding and stuff for a little bit just since his last couple shows. So he just kind of looks like the way he looks right now with I mean now he's getting back into it for sure, but uh what he has more recently is like, is uh he's so from, like, fucking wide. Ago. You see him next to other people and then you kind of really see how big he is too. Oh, can sure. say? Definitely going to give this guy a follow. Yep, he's going to do big things here soon. He doesn't post a whole lot, but uh, he probably will hear more recently. That's cool. So he's he's staying in two twelve then. That's his that's his class. Um, cut this part out. <laughs> okay. this, is, this is the part that I don't know if I can say for sure or not. But um, and since this is going to be the end yes. of the podcast, hopefully it won't be hard to cut out. He's going to go to yeah. open, but I don't think he's announced that he's going to move into open. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. I talked to him about it on the phone, so I don't know what exactly is public information and what is not. Got it. Got it. Got it. I, I know when he was when he was talking about it, he wanted to kind of make it like um, not necessarily a surprise, but he's like to like his name just to be up on a competitor list for open, and he doesn't want anybody to anticipate it because he's been out for a while. So a lot of people actually even think he's retired, or they just don't know of him anymore because of the newer guys coming in. So he mm. wants to just have his just hop into a show, not even being watched, and just fucking kill it. I like it. I can appreciate that strategy for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. He's not about like he don't care about popularity and clout and all that shit. He just wants to be a good bodybuilder. Mm. All right, gentlemen. Well, that was a very bodybuilding heavy episode. It was what like an hour and a half of bodybuilding talk. That's right. <laughs> That's yep. sick, man. I like it. I like that we're all big enough fans of bodybuilding that we can shoot the shit about it for that long. That's sick. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun when the Olympia starts to come up here soon. I agree. Do you guys find, do you guys have a lot of people in your normal day-to-day lives to talk bodybuilding with, or is it kind of a rarity for you? Definitely a rarity. Um, my, yeah. my normal day-to-day life is myself. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I talk. I talk bodybuilding with like Ricky and I'll talk on the phone every now and then. We'll talk about some stuff, or me and Terrence will message about it, like when the shows happen. And I have my friends I can message and text about it. But uh, Mm. other than that, no, I don't really think that too many people talk about bodybuilding with me. Um, I Mm. actually had a good training session with my buddy Mark this weekend. And we only talked about bodybuilding the whole entire time. So that was refreshing because I just don't get to a lot. And I have a lot to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, I dude. haven't stopped talking for this whole hour and a half. And it's just been bodybuilding. So you can see that I'm, <laughs> I have a lot of shit to talk about. Do the same here, man. I have a couple of good friends that I'll talk bodybuilding with. Um, but it's not a it's not a it's it's a pretty rare thing to actually meet somebody who understands it as well as i do and who follows it as closely as i do 
Um, a lot of even like fellow competitors don't follow it this close, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they'd be like, Oh, there was a show this weekend. Like they wouldn't, they wouldn't even know. So yeah. it's, it's refreshing, man, to be able to get on here for an hour and a half and just talk about what I consider to be, you know, my favorite sport in the world. So, Oh, I've got a guy. He's a friend of mine. Um, I would say as far as social media goes, he's bigger in like the PD realm of social media, as far as like education with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And and because of that reason, you wouldn't know it, but he's very well versed in competitive bodybuilding and very well versed in like PEDs, and and it's crazy how much he knows about it. So I think that's a person that would be good to have on as a guest at some point too, so that we can actually deep dive into compounds mm-hmm. and people can understand that stuff. But also just a guy who knows bodybuilding, so he's somebody who that's I can cool. talk to about it every now and then too. Yeah, man, this is he's... what episode five today yeah. i think this is i think so well technically right mm-hmm. because we posted four yeah. yeah yeah technically but uh i feel like five is a pretty good number to where we're now we can maybe start thinking about scheduling some guests what do you boys yeah, think it'll bring more eyes to us because because yeah. their following will come over to see them too so yeah We've clearly established a rapport between the three of us where we can sit and talk for an hour and a half without any issue. So right. we're good. There. We're good there. I think that we're ready to take on maybe a guest or two. Um, if you guys, if people watching have any ideas of guests that you want to see on here, realistically, like obviously we're probably not going to get Chris Bumstead as our first guest. But if, <laughs> right. you, have, if you have some real, realistic suggestions, feel free to leave a comment and tag them um and send them our content for sure we'd really appreciate it but in the meantime yeah josh it sounds like you got some some people that would be good guests um i might have a couple i might have a couple i'll put some feelers out there but yeah i I think that'd be fun i got a few especially uh talking about social media Mm -hmm. so dude i mean anybody i want to see it doesn't like i mean we're all all primarily bodybuilding obviously but i still think that like i like to see things from other scopes like different perspectives on the same thing is just so interesting to me so it wouldn't even matter if they're more like social media influencer fitness kind of thing because i feel like that's just going to be a whole interesting perspective for us to see and to put that on display for other people to listen to just kind of i don't know everybody sees things so differently it's just very interesting and when you train for a different goal like you're not even competing you just do the social media thing I would really be yeah. interested to see what somebody's perception on competing would be. For sure, man. I mean, to hear more about like what drives somebody like that when it's not the stage, that, that'd be very interesting to hear for sure. Yeah. Um, Tyler, yeah. let's get Shire on here. I can hit him up. That'd be sick. I can definitely hit him up. It's going, uh, it would have to be in the next couple of weeks before shit hit the fan when it's probably oh, yeah. true. Huh? Because he's, yeah, what, yeah. Seven, seven, a little less than seven, seven weeks out now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the conversations I've had with him, like, just over DMs and stuff, he's been pretty, pretty chill, so. Oh, he seems like the coolest guy ever, man. I met him uh, just briefly at, at the Olympia Expo when I was standing in line at the uh, RBP booth. But mm-hmm. he's, he's the shit, man. And he's way bigger in person than you would imagine. He was peak off-season at the time. But, still, dude, his arms. Still a lot of shit. His arms oh, are like guy massive arms. I could talk to Justin oh about God. shoes for a long fucking time. <laughs> Facts. Facts. He and Sweet. Jason got a crazy shoe game. Yeah. All right. Well, let's put some feelers out there.
But get them all. Sweet. All right, Yo. boys. Fun. All right. Real quick before we cut this off, I got a question for you, Neil. So when I yeah, signed yeah. in and tried to download the clips, it sent you an email. Oh, yeah. I don't. So yeah, can I? Is there a direct way I can do it, or do I have to kind of go through your email? No, you just have to email. let him know, and he'll forward it to you. That's what me and him had to do. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. so all I have to do is literally—I don't even have to download it on my end or nothing. I can literally just forward the email to your email. Um, so if you just give me a heads up, you can even tell me like, okay, I'm gonna—I'm gonna export like five clips today. Then I know, and then I'll—I'll I'll watch for them and I'll just forward them as they come in. Okay, I still have Perfect. two clips What's from my last—not um, the last episode, but episode three. I still have two clips from that that I'm gonna edit and post up too. So we'll—we should have a good amount here coming in. I just haven't Perfect. had time to do it. Okay. And what I was saying earlier, when you when we posted either on the uh, on the actual podcast uh, podcast mm-hmm. page or one of us uh, well, collabing instead was, of just tagging, yeah, because it, it shows up on our feed. Invite mm-hmm. as collaborator, and then it posts mm-hmm. on both as if it's both of the yeah. feeds. So it's on both. Perfect. Um, yep. But yeah, you can post it either on yours or you can primarily post it on that one. Just invite as collaborator and it won't matter at the end of the day. Then it'll be on yeah. both ones. Okay, cool. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And we don't have and we don't have to do it on all of us. Let's do it on ones where either one of us is talking the most. Because it's still yeah. it helps everybody for that. Yeah, yeah, like if it's a clip where Josh is doing most of the talking, we collab with Josh's personal or yeah. mine or yours. Yeah, that yeah. makes Just sense. Just like how yeah. posted that one recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, Sweet. Cool. Sounds like a plan, boys. Perfect. Well, all right. Let's be talking to you guys again. This, I mean, it's getting harder to even hang up these things lately. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, you, hang up. I, you hang up first. <laughs> I love how they're getting longer, but they're getting longer just naturally because we have more yeah. to talk about. That's cool. That's a good sign for sure. All right, boys. We'll talk soon. All right, yeah, gentlemen. See you guys. All right, later.